Hey everyone, this is the 100th episode of the podcast and we had a super special guest on to help us celebrate. As such, we got a little fast and loose with our own rules and dropped a few swears here and there. Have you ever tried to censor a comedian? Leaving the swears in makes it flow a little bit better and it's a little bit funnier. Anyway, please check the show notes for details on when the swears happen, what the swears are, and please try to listen responsibly. Boys! Happy 100 episodes! It's it's not... You guys could have had anyone on for your 100th. You invited me on. It's really cool. I want to talk about video games. everyone and welcome to another episode of the Waffle and Taylor's podcast but what I want to say is it's super super exciting for me in this one for two reasons one because this is the 100th episode and two because we've got a super special guest who I will introduce in a moment I'm just gonna say hello Squidgy hello, hello Squidgy hello Squidgy how are you Squidgy I'm not too bad Oh, good, good, good. But with us this 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 episode is uh is well it's internet comedian an all-round nice guy Asterios Coconuts. How are you, Asterios? Boys! Happy 100 episodes! It's it's not... You guys could have had anyone on for your 100th. You invited me on. It's really cool. I want to talk about video games. Microsoft bought Bethesda. Cyberpunk 2077. They're in crunch. They said we wouldn't crunch. But now they're doing the crunch. There's a lot. Oh, um, Nintendo's selling Mario games, but they're not. But then they're going to take them away in nine months. I'm so sad. Pokemon's using sprites. They're old sprites. It's like, oh, let's bitch about video games for a while. Take our minds off all this unpleasantness. Thank you for having me on. You're very welcome, Mysterious. I'm going to carry on trying to be professional while Squidge loses his damn mind. <laughs> Good luck. There'll be one professional on this show. That's all we need. Absolutely. Who cares about being professional, right? But um, yeah, so what we're going to do is we're going to sort of uh, whip through a whole bunch of topics because, uh, you know, Asterius doesn't have a huge amount of time these days because he's super duper busy. So, you know, we're going to may end up being a bit of a whistle stop tour, but there you go. So first thing I want to say, Asterius, is real quick. Uh, can you give us like an elevator pitch as to who Asterius is? Because there might be some people who are listening who are like, who's this guy? I don't know what's going on. If you don't know who I am, I don't know where you've been. And frankly, I don't want you as a listener or a fan. This train has left the station. <laughs> if you don't know who Stereos Coconuts is, host of the loudest podcast, corn maze enthusiast. In America, they call me the corn maze guy. Then I, and frankly, I turn off your, your heads and throw your zoons into the ocean. Um, the thing that you will know me from soon, though, and I am breaking this news on your 100th podcast, Ooh. is that very, very soon in November, on the day Cyberpunk 2077 launches, I will be launching an all-new Cyberpunk pen and paper RPG adventure podcast called Jacked. Uh, I'm doing it with Joe Starr. Uh, Joe Starr, he's like a big Dungeons and, uh, and Dragons DM. Uh, he does a lot of work with... Um, 
with the Screen Junkies. He's been all, uh, nominated for Emmys for his writing on Honest Trailers and things like that. And I'll be doing it with my college buddy Jeffrey Golden, who runs the publishing house The Devastator. And we will be playing the original Cyberpunk 2013 that came out in 1989. I had to find these PDFs in some weird old server. Like, th like this stuff is not for sale on Draft Your RPG. You cannot legally purchase this RPG. It is so old. I'm like, I got these old PDFs with like scratches and, and like hairs that got caught in the, in the photocopier for these fucking PDFs. And, um, and we will be playing Cyberpunk written by Mike Pondsmith, who, uh, who is heavily involved in the new Cyberpunk 2077. Um, and so uh, if you're a gamer, you got to listen to our new show. So, but, but, but that's my elevator pitch. Sorry for Gab. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. it uh, Tangents is what we do. That's it. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and it means that I have to come up with less content, right? It's super, it's super awesome. Um, no, I'll have <laughs> to check that out. Uh, one thing I will say, though, Asterius, is this is going out in January. So in November, you started it, right? Because of the time yeah! between podcast wibbly wobbliness is what I call it. You love it. You've heard it. You love it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> this works out great for me. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Uh, so now we all know who Asterios is. What we really like to do, uh, sort of like a 10, 20 minute quick uh, roundup at the beginning is what have you been playing recently and would you recommend it to people? So okay. do you want to go first or do you want us to go first? I don't mind. I'll, I'll go real fast and I want to hear from you guys, but I just beat The Legend of Zelda the uh, the Breath of the Wild. Sweet. Uh, I beat it. I beat it a couple of weeks ago. I know it was the. I know it was like the Nintendo Switch launch game, but it's like. Um, so I'm like maybe the latest to the party that anyone could possibly be, but it's so incredible. If you haven't played it, it is not some sort of dated game that you missed. It is. I have no idea how this was a launch game. It is this deep awesome universe these characters are well written you really care about them like every corner of this map is packed with like secrets and mazes and mysteries and adventures um you have to play breath of the wild and there's a new breath of the wild uh that sh that should be up by the time you hear this the um the breath of the wild prequel uh hyrule what was it hyrule warriors i'm so looking um, forward to that <laughs> yeah i am too because it's just because the thing that breath of the wild does is it makes you really care about the past like you know have like heavily involved in breath of the wild is like the first time they faced Ganon and failed a hundred years ago. And so this video game takes place entirely in, in this time period. And it's like, it, it's going to be so much fun to explore it firsthand and to go on an adventure with these characters who you've heard so much about. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's what I've been playing recently. What I what I always liked doing in Breath of the Wild was there's two things I liked doing was surfing down a hill on a shield that broke halfway down and then I face plant the rest of the way. And then the other thing I liked doing was whenever there was sort of bosses, I'd take a chicken with me to a point where the boss went to go hit me. I would throw the chicken at the boss. The chicken would get hurt and then the boss would get ambushed by chickens and it would help me in the battle. 
Oh my god. It is possible Smart. and it is awesome. Can you bring a chicken to that final battle with Ganon? I'm not too sure about the final battle because it's a hell of a trek to get to him, but I know <laughs> the there's a, a giant boss in the desert. You know the giant boss in the desert? I yeah. took a chicken to that fight and it took a quarter of the health down for me. The the cuckoos, they're called. It took a quarter of the health down for me before <laughs> I actually started the fight. So that was uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> That's the smartest goddamn thing Holy, mo- good for you. That's brilliant. I mean, I, I didn't come up with a strategy. I saw someone online do it, and I thought, can I do that? And I just... I'm, well, I've never heard it before, so I'm giving you credit. Woo! It's new to me. Look, hey. This is how it works in podcasts, right? You hear something from someone, they are the person who created it. Mm. <laughs> That's right, Squidge. I mean, I mean, Jay said it. Actually, I'm giving Jay credit for that, and Squidge credit for the Kukuo thing. I love it. Awesome. <laughs> works for me. I have to say. Uh, my favorite thing to do on on breath of the wild is uh when you see the chests you know you go up and you open it up right if you take his boots off first he kicks it and then sort of hops around as if he's broken his foot it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i like that and also i don't know if you notice but if you um if you take all his armor off right and just leave him there stood in his underwear after a couple of minutes he'll start flexing <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, he'll just start flexing. It's brilliant. I like that a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of like, there's a lot of dressing him up in ladies' clothes in the game, mm. and it's it seems like the most Japanese thing ever. <laughs> that they're just like, no, in order to complete the game, to complete the narrative, you must cross dress. You must. There is no getting around it. You gotta cross dress if you want to beat this game. It's like, God damn, that's great. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, well, I've got, I've got to say, uh, the the game that I played recently was this uh, sort of. I think it's a bit of a sleeper hit. It's uh, called Detention. I played it on my Switch, and it's like this spooky. Uh, it's set in like 1960s Taiwan, and there's like lots of uh, spookiness, and also lots of like communist fear stuff going on it's pretty pretty cool if you're after a really short horror game that's not about the jump scares it's about the situation and the psychology of it so that's what i've been playing recently what about you squidge um i've gone back to uh the outer world because i started it got heavily confused went off it and then i went back to i do this with games i start it i get really confused i leave it for a while then I'll watch someone else play it and figure, oh, I'll try that again. And then I just go through and I start playing it as normal. And uh, yeah, it's, it's quite fun. It's um, it's an um, Obsidian game, very much in the same vein as humor and story-wise of like Fallout New Vegas. So it's got a lot of humor and it's a lot of shooty bang bang. And you can, I've put all, dumped all my points into persuasion so I can persuade anyone to do anything. That's- I have been waiting for the Outer Worlds to 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 get down to forty dollars because, mm. like, it comes out for sixty dollars, and it's like, oh, oh, holy moly! The you know the new the Fallout New Vegas team, which is correct me if I'm wrong. Like the original Fallout team is the Fallout New Vegas team, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, Obsidian, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, oh, like Obsidian's take on like outer space capitalism. That like that <laughs> sounds really cool. Um, is the expansion out yet? What, have you played the expansion? It, I haven't played the expansion, but it came out, 
I think it's out a couple of weeks ago. I think it came out. It's called the Gorgon something. I should know this. Yeah, the, the Gorgon some something. Gorgon yeah. thing. Some yeah. Gorgon thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So that's a couple of weeks back at the time of recording, which is October, right? Because oh, yeah. again, time machine podcast wibbly wobbliness. But there you go. Okay. Um, so th- another thing we like to do is called the Thunderplane games, right? If you've ever played which of the Final Fantasy Tens was Final it? Final Fantasy. <laughs> okay. So it's Final Fantasy Ten, not not let's dress up and and get a boyfriend, which is Ten Two. Yeah. Um, so in- <laughs> what? <laughs> Final Fantasy X-2, it was a dress-up simulator, right? I'm not, I had, I had to stop at 10. Well, 10 was the one with, uh, with Titus and the Blitzball, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tapped out. Loved 7. 8 was kind of weird. I was like, okay. 9, lo- loved, I think I like 9 more than 7, because it's just like, because it's like, yeah, I was such a big fan of, uh, of 6, you know, in the original, and then I and then I'm playing this blitzball thing and I'm just like, yeah, I gotta go. Sorry. <laughs> like like I can't and now I'm seeing in 14 they're running around like entourage and there's like a hot lady mechanic and it's just like no, no, none of it. Can't do it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, I I agree with it. I mean I tapped out at number nine. No, nine was brilliant. I feel like yes. nine's like the pinnacle, and then it's all just been downhill since then, if I'm completely honest. But there you go. That's what I think. Uh, but yeah, so Thunderplane Games is named after the Thunderplanes in Final Fantasy X. The idea is that you're trapped on some desert island, or in this case, in the Thunderplanes. Help is on the way, right? You will receive help at some point. Um, but you've been told you can take two video games with you to sort of keep you busy, right? At some point, maybe a week, maybe a month, maybe six months, um, you can have internet-connected games. You can have games that don't require an internet connection. You can have social games or whatever. But the only rule is you can't ask for help because help's already on the way, right? So what games would you take? Um, I Let's go around, Robin, because the first one came to mind immediately. I don't know about the second one. Okay. I would take Tetris 99 because if I come out of this island as like the world's best Tetris player, I can leapfrog that to fame and fortune. It's like there's all the thing with like the the T-spin. Oh, can you have a T-spin? And it's like, I'm not going to learn how to do a T-spin unless I'm on an island. Like you put me on an island. It's like, all right, I'll build a stupid thing and I'll T-spin it down a thing so that it ghosts through bricks and crap and like and then with tetris 99 it's like oh you can change up the song you can have the animal crossing song you can have the we fit song and like i mean look i look i'm 30 years old and i haven't gotten bored of tetris yet so that i'm going with tetris 99 boys what do you think of my first choice <laughs> so that to me is an amazing first choice um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna go with i think squidge has already done this in the past but we'll let him do it again right but my first choice right is Peggle, but only because oh! right? it's like crack, but in video game form. I just can't stop playing it, right? There's something about just just getting that. You finish the level, and it's like it plays that music. There's the fireworks. I'm like, yep, that's me. I can I can sit here for months just playing this game. That's not a problem. When are they going to add that blue Peggle face to Smash? Exactly. I want that little blue guy. I want him in there. I want all my Peggle buddies in there and smash. Hello, come on. Yeah, Peggle a- was a big deal for that for a hot minute. That was like the it was the candy crush of its day. Yeah. That and Snood. I want the Snood guy and smash. 
I want Chip from Chip's Challenge. Get me all my favorite. Get that one pinball game that came with Windows 98. Get that <sighs> pinball game in there. Space 3D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah space yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I like it. Get I like it. Smash. That's it. <laughs> right. um, so yeah, what about you, Squidge? What's your? Um, I would take a very little sort of. It's class as non-canon game. It's for the Game Boy Color. Oh, here right? it goes again. I don't care. It's called Resident Evil Gaiden. Right. Pronounced Gaiden. Okay. Gaiden. Right. Yeah, now it means side story. <clears throat> the best way to describe this is imagine Rock Band with the zombies. Sounds cool. Right. So far, that sounds really cool. But it's it's a Game Boy Color, and how it works is when you get an encounter with a zombie, there's a barrel on the bottom, and there's a counter going constantly left and right, and there's a hit reticule that you've got to hit, but you've got to time it correctly. Imagine, like, you know the lights on the front of Kit from uh, Knight Rider? That, mm -hmm. but you have to hit the fire button when it's in dead center, otherwise you miss and you die and you get eaten by zombies. It sounds like typing of the dead. Kind Pretty of, much. but it's it's yeah. on a Game Boy Color, so all you all you all you push is B, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just gonna spell. So the it's a rhythm B. game. Well, it's kind of like, all right, what if you used like something else to kill zombies? So it's like a rhythm zombie killing game. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like Elite Beat Agents, but for, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you could play that on. You could play that for months. Yeah, quite happily because it's it's <laughs> it's um it's so random. It's mm -hmm. most of the pickups for like locked doors and ammunition are from zombies. You got to kill them to pick them up from them, but not every zombie has a pickup. Mm -hmm. So it's random which zombies got the items every every time you play it. See, you haven't even said that it's set on a boat. Yes, it's set on a boat, and you play as Barry Burton. Yes, the, from the, the first Resident Evil, right? The bearded superstar. That's it. Is this canon? Absolutely not. <laughs> what? It is. Hang, wait a minute. It is. Oh, hang on. Wait. It is wait. because by, by the end of it, this is a massive spoiler one, but by the end of it, there is doubt because it's not just Barry Burton there. Leon S. Kennedy's on the boat as well. And by the end of it, you see a cut on his neck and he hasn't got normal color blood. It's green. And it's implied that he's the the, the bad guy and it's um, um, a, a bioweapon that can shapeshift and you think it's him. Whereas... There is a there is a comic to go with it, right? Where I don't know who you're pointing at, but I'm okay. pointing at you. There is there is a comic to go with it where Leon goes on a separate mission mm -hmm. to a, a village full of either bat people or werewolves, one of the two, and he gets a a vaccine from there that he uses on himself to get right. rid of that particular strain of T virus or whatever virus it was. So it is canon. It's just okay. it's way out of the way canon. That's all. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That counts. It's canon. Yeah. It's, okay. It's got the name, right? And a little R in a circle. That's that's canon, right? Mm. No. <laughs> I mean, not always, right? <laughs> if they had to look, if they made a comic book to justify it, it's canon. Absolutely. They're not going to make a comic book and be like this, and this comic book pushes it even further out of canon. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Wait. Okay, question. Those dead or alive volleyball games, <laughs> are those canon like, are all these girls getting together and putting on bikinis and spiking that ball around in between blowing up monsters and whatever? And I've never played the Dead or Alive games. Oh. I have no idea what the plot is. All, all, all I've got to say is they're, they're not particularly canon, but they're definitely jiggly. <laughs> well, there you go. Exactly. 
Yeah. And and the the Dead or Alive games, which are fighting games, much in the similar vein of Tekken, are jiggly anyway. So yeah, yeah. that's canon. Oh, yeah, just, the big selling point was the was the jiggle physics, wasn't it? Mm. Wait a minute, those Dead or Alive games are fighting games. Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm. Okay, why are they all fighting? Is there like a because okay in Mortal Kombat, if you completed the mission. You got like a wish, and in Street Fighter, you were fighting to be to be the best fighter in the world. Why are they fighting in Dead or Alive? Um, I'm gonna say plot. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Ah, yes, my favorite. <laughs> okay. Yes, plot. Yes. Okay. Look, we don't need to know. Not yeah. I want to know. But we don't need to know. <laughs> not right there, now. Right? No, no, That's right. how they keep you hooked and coming back for more Dead or Alive because they're like, in this one, maybe we'll reveal the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> you never Who know. Say? Who can say? <clears throat> okay. So, Asterios, what's your second pick then? Have you had time to I think of it? Say- no, no, no. Ooh. I've had all the time in the world to think of it, my friends. But I didn't use any of that time. <laughs> but I have had time. Okay, what's a game that I would not get bored of every day? Because the thing about an RPG, like, you know, you're tempted to just pick a super long one. Like Persona 5. Mm-hmm. I'm 20 hours into Persona 5. And they've just given me control of the game. <laughs> I've played like 20 goddamn hours of this it's just one long, stupid cutscene. And I've heard the same thing about Final Fantasy XIV, that, like, it doesn't go off the rails for, like, eight hours or some ridiculous thing like that. Is that true? Yeah, it's it's yeah. like a really long prologue. Interactive yes, prologue. exactly. I guess, you know what, fuck it. I'll, if I'm on a desert island, that'll probably be the only time I'll play Final Fantasy XIV or Persona 4. Ah, give me Persona 4. It's like, I'll take my medicine. All right. I can't wait to get the hell off this island. <laughs> so what I'll do in the meantime is I'll make all of these Japanese people to be make them all friends. That's what we'll do. Yeah, I'll, I'll make them all go on dates and such. And I don't know. There's probably... Have you guys played Persona 5? I haven't played 5. I've played 4. And kind of liked it. Uh, my only downside to it is it's a 127-hour story. That's the that's why it's good for a desert island, but bad for a video game. Mm. You know what that's bad for? Non-desert island. <laughs> it's like they made a video game that is only fun if you're trapped on a goddamn desert island. And it's like, yeah, I'll play your 127-hour anime. Yeah, sure. It's just a fuck. It's isn't it? Honestly, it just seems like a 127-hour dating simulator. It's a 127-hour. What's the name of that Japanese kind of game where it's like a little story? What are those things called? Oh, visual novel? Visual novels, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a 127 hour visual novel. Like, yeah, I'll play it. I'm fucking trapped here anyway. I'm eating I'm, I'm eating coconuts for dinner. I'll play your stupid game. Yeah, sure. Okay. There we go. Persona 4. Because I hear 4 is better than 5. I'm friends with a lot of Persona heads, and they all say 4 is the best one. I'll play 4. Fair enough. Fair Just enough. Just a thing for eating coconuts, I suppose. <laughs> well, is there any, look, is there any nudity in these games? You, you guys can be straight with me. Be serious. Is there any nudity in these games? You'll have to ask Jay. I've never played Persona games before. Jay, so. 
I mean, if if you like RPGs, there's this there's this like wonderful throwaway feature. You could be in the middle of a battle and hit triangle, and all all of your characters, all of the people in your team, will rush in and sort of biff pow Batman their way out of the fight. So you get this cloud uh-huh. of dust, and you get biff pow and arms sticking out, and that's kind of fun. But like the first time you do it. There's, I'll take that as a no. I don't think there is nudity in it. Yeah, I don't. I wonder if he heard my question <laughs> properly. I did. Like, um, I did, but I decided to try and avoid it um, that, by okay. saying, "Well, you know what? Then that tells me there's no. Exactly. Well, then I'm not taking Persona Four to this Desert Island. <laughs> I want a game with hardcore nudity. I'm going to be bored on this island, boys. Bored, 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 bored. All right. What's a good? Oh, I, I gotta find some game. Oh, wait a minute. The Witcher. Yes. I've never played The Witcher because those games seem like they're more porn than game. <laughs> yeah. But on a desert island, that's perfect. I'll seduce all the ladies. Uh, and I'll, I'll get good at that weird card game they have in that game. What is it called? Gwent. Sabak or something? Gwent. Gwent. I'll get good at Gwent. I'll I'll have, to have sex with a bat lady. Yeah, Hang that's on. it. I'm changing my answer to The Witcher wait, 3. Wait a minute. In The Witcher 3, no word of a lie, yeah? you can have sex on the back of a unicorn. We'll see. <laughs> C- capsize me, boys. <laughs> capsize me. See, the more I hear about Witcher 3, the more I feel like it's just like, we'll put a bunch of cards up on the wall, throw a bunch of darts, and make a game out of whatever it sticks in. That's, Sounds like it. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what Sex say. on unicorns, really big swords, a card game. I sense of humor. It's got everything. <clears throat> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So you're going Witcher 3 then. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, so so my second pick would be uh, Streets of Rage 2 on the Mega Drive, or as you may have not heard of it, Asterios the Genesis. Yes! It's it's just it's loads of fun. I mean, uh, so Squidge and I had a copy of it back in the day when we were, you know, a lot younger than we are now. I mean, everyone was younger than they were uh, back in the day, and that's it. And we used to play it all the time. Like, get home from school, cartridge in, sit down, and you play this thing, and you're beating up bad guys, and you're running around shooting. Well, you don't shoot people, but you, you know, it was amazing, amazing. Is that the one where you have to rescue the mayor's? Or president's daughter? Uh, no, I think you're thinking of uh, two bad dudes. Whereas, like, president uh, ninjas have abducted the president. Are you a bad enough dude to 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 rescue the president? No. Okay. Look. A. No, I'm definitely not. If the president's daughter has been kidnapped by anyone, I'm not a bad enough dude. But I thought that Streets of Rage. I thought Streets of Rage was one of those games where you can play the mayor and that's, you have to rest. That's Final Fight. What am I thinking of? Final uh, Fight. Oh, I'm thinking of Final Fight. I'm yeah, I said Final yes. Because yeah, yeah. I like that like, the mayor is like, I'm going to take this into my own hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, well, hey, I like that they have like some sort of bodybuilder mayor. <laughs> like that they clearly they were like, we will elect the strongest man to be our mayor. <laughs> and then he's like... Cops are a bunch of pussies. I'm taking this. I'm taking care of this. I'm gonna eat turkey legs off the ground and punch enough people till I get my daughter back. <laughs> That's it, right? You just walk around eating food off of the floor. Who does that? I'll tell you who I does this. I pick hot. 
Jay, it's piping hot food. <laughs> you see the steam line. That's true, yeah. I mean, if it's cold food, that's for homeless people, right? But if it's hot food, it's for, the it's for everybody else. <laughs> it, and look, it's not just any turkey dinner. They put the little thing on the leg, the little sock. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is a gourmet turkey that someone's leaving on the ground. Not just... Like a Michelin star turkey. That's it, right? You're beating people up, and as you beat them up, and they lose consciousness and they die, they're like, you must take the turkey. And yeah. They're all English, apparently. <laughs> they sound English. It's a yeah, very right? English thing. It's very polite to leave the turkey out. That's it. It's like, That's very nice of you. I would. How did you? I was feeling peckish. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, what's the plot of Streets of Rage? So you gotta save your girlfriends. Who do you gotta save? You gotta save the city, right? So Mister. What? X. Oh yes, it's a proper ninety <laughs> oh, no. storyline, right? Mister X. No. Uh, no. previously beat in the first game which uh, for listeners won't get this but right now in the video I got the poster for the first game just behind me over my shoulder um, so in the first game Mr. X turns up and he's selling drugs and he's running the gangs and uh, three cops go and beat him up and kill him and then uh, yay the end of the game second game Mr. X suddenly didn't die somehow and is back and so you have to go beat him up again that's basically you're, you're, you're saving the brother of one of the characters who you can select well, one, of the, one of the playable characters in the first game is a younger brother of the character uh, in the second game is a young character of the brother in the first game and he is a 14 year old on skates and his cousin is a giant wrestler called Max mm-hmm. and he can play as him as well so instead of three people you can play as two from the original a 14 year old kid on a pair of skates and a huge massive wrestler because reasons mm-hmm. now now, I'm going to guess, because if this is like some sort of 90s side-scrolling fighting game, which I assume it is, mm-hmm. platformer bullshit, usually when you beat up the bosses in these games, they're covered in tiny explosions. <laughs> like, how did Mr. X survive whatever the hell you did to him at the end of the first game? Because I'm guessing you beat the ever-loving piss out of this guy. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a reoccurring thing, but I'll say it. Plot. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! I want answers. Is that plot again? Not hand waves. <laughs> I, I want answers, damn. I'd have, I'd have made it too if it wasn't for that damn plot. It's the nineties <laughs> video game trope, right? Who cares? Just go beat up the guy. That's, that's mm. what do you want? What do you want from me? I, I care. <laughs> I might be alone in that because I. It's just fun to hear like whatever garbage they thought of to justify their gameplay. Like, it's just, it's, 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 it's interesting to me. It's like, all you need is one line. Like, yeah, rescue the princess. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, fine. <laughs> um, all right, that game sounds cool. Wait, uh, well, I haven't heard the... I haven't heard Squidge's second game. Yes. Oh, this this one's quite easy. It'd be um, House of the Dead. A good old light gun game. Oh, my God, you're so smart. <laughs> It's uh, a good old light gun game where you've got to save scientists. You go in to save a woman who's been kidnapped. At the end of the first chapter, she dies or she's killed. And you just decide to, let's just continue and shoot stuff. Because why not? We, we, we like just shooting zombies everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. Ones with chainsaws, yeah, gonna, ones with barrels, anything. Yeah. I'm going to pitch you an, I'm gonna pitch you an alternate here. Is there any reason you didn't go for Time Crisis instead? Ooh. Yes, and the reason the reason is House of the Dead's got zombies in it. 
I thought that was going to be your answer. I just wanted to make sure. I can tell this guy likes zombie bull, bull stuff. I can tell this guy's into the zombie. Because those time crisis games are incredible. They're, I don't know why that simple pedal mechanic adds so much to it. But it does. Although the house, the plot in House of the Dead is better. It's like that house is creepy. Mm. It's mm-hmm. full of dead people. You get what's advertised. It's a house of the dead. Although there is a crisis that you do have to solve in a limited amount of time in Time Crisis. Mm. I mean, there's literally a ticking clock, which is imperative for drama. Mm. How many? Okay, so the girl gets killed at the end of the first level. Does she become like a zombie and then you got to kill the zombie version of her? Or what's what's up? The, um, okay, so a spoiler alert here. At the end of the game, once you get to the end of the game and kill the final boss, during the credits, you walk back through the, the, the path you took through the house and the, the, um, the labs at the bit, at the bottom. So there's different branching paths. You come all the way back and then you get to where you turned up in a car and then the camera suddenly turns around, goes right to the entrance of the house and she's there as a zombie. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my God. Plot twist. It's that plot again. Seriously. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what about House of the Dead 2? Is it just a bigger house? It's set in a city, it's not actually. Even a house. The second yeah. one. It's set in a full so city. So it's the city of the dead. Yeah. So it's building of the dead. <laughs> Venice of the okay. dead. I think it's set in Venice, actually. You gotta like shoot zombies pop out of that river? Yep. The 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 moat, whatever the hell that thing mm. is in Venice. Mm. They pop yeah. out of wait, are you on a gondola running around <laughs> shooting zombies while a guy named Giuseppe pushes you around on a pole? Gondola yeah. of the dead. Yeah, it, it's not <laughs> That's a game. It's it's not an actual situation with zombies and stuff. It's just like one of those tourist things. We'll we'll have one guy pushing you through on a gondola, you shoot whatever you want, and we'll grade you at the end. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. No, I mean I like that. I, let the gondola guy drive. He's got the stick. He's good for it. And it's easy to know not to shoot him because he's wearing the white and red striped shirt. I know who he is. He's got cigarettes and it's fine. It's like, we've got a bigger problem now. <laughs> like, would I normally smoke? No. But it's like, okay, I'll hell smoke. We're, we're surrounded by zombies. Wow. Okay. How many of these House of the Dead games are they? <clears throat> What's the plot to each? And I mean light gun in an arcade game. Okay, so- Not some crap that came with a phone that it was only released in Japan. <laughs> I hate that stuff. So there's there's one, there's House of the Dead 1, there's four, and then there's one that's exclusively in Japan at the moment. So there's one to four. The first two games use pistols. The third game, you're equipped with a shotgun. And the fourth cool. game, it's an Uzi. But the shotgun... Oh, in, my God. When you played it with a shotgun in the arcade, it was a full-size shotgun you had to reload and shoot with. It was huge. Thing. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Wait, tell me about the Japanese fifth one. What, do they give you, like, a rocket launcher? <laughs> I th- I think it's back to pistols. I ain't, I ain't seen much about it. I know it's called, like, New Dawn or something, but it's one of those where you sit in, in, in the actual cabinet, right? Yeah. And there's, like, curtains yeah, like and the stuff. the Jurassic Park one. Yeah, yeah. and... You, you hear sounds from all around you to really freak you out and there's like warm air blowing at you and everything to really... Wait a minute, boys. Boys, boys. I'm going to interrupt again. Not that I haven't been doing this the entire time. <laughs> but what's... I saw some game at a Dave and Buster's where it like judged your pulse. Yeah. And if you were too afraid, you would like lose health. So like 
part of the mechanic was you had to like keep your shit together. Like, do you know what I'm talking about, Jay? Yep, yep. I played this one. You get like uh, it's similar to the one Squidge was describing. You get like um, when there's creatures behind you, it blows cold air onto the back of your neck. So you're like, oh, what the fuck is this? And the camera whips around and it's just a vent. But it's like, oh my goodness, I'm going to die. You know, absolutely. I've played that one and I lost on level one. It was brilliant. I have yeah, to admit. And then you're, and you're gripping the pistol and the pistol grip has one of those little sensors on it, like from those, uh, those, uh, those nineties exercise machines where they'll be like, well, we'll keep track of your pulse. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and if you freak out, it, the more bats come out and kill the hell out of you. It, it punishes you for being scared and it's constantly trying to scare you. <laughs> and it's like, that's brilliant. Yep. Cause it's like a lot of times with these light gun games, like, okay, I get it. You want my money. So you're going to try to kill me. All right, I get it. I get what the game is here. And it's like, okay, the way that they kill you is they'll throw, like, a lot of bats at you. Or, like, oh, it's these quick-time events. You didn't shoot the dinosaur's tail enough. But to scare you out of your money, it's like, Dad, I I give you credit, sir. (laughs) And it's surely to your credit that you're a Japanese game. You played a Japanese Game. I like it. I like it. He was an Englishman. Doing that because I, like I know this is on in the UK. I wouldn't sing Gilbert and Sullivan otherwise. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Is that specifically for our benefit? That's it's awesome. just for you. It's just for you two cuties. Hundredth episode. Party time. Yes. Excellent. Um, so my question to you, Asterius, is do you have the time to do one more of these? Because I know you're quite a busy person. I'm time. sorry. I'm visiting my mommy and daddy. That's and, right. and with the troubles, you know how many troubles tests I had to get before I could visit? Oh, wait, no. Troubles means something else over there. The current unpleasantness. There you go. <laughs> I got so many swabs for the current unpleasantness so i could visit my elderly mommy and daddy because here in america we just uh we i guess we decided to give up before it even started i guess we were just like we immediately surrender this seems difficult let's not do it and like and look you can cut all this out obviously this is all bummer talk but it's like we saw your so your guy was like had immunity I've heard it, and I think it's cool. And then he almost died, and he was like, "Maybe not." <laughs> and then we're, all, and then our guy almost died, and now he's like, "I've heard about this thing, herd immunity. It means I don't have to do any work to stop this. Sounds pretty good. We can all go back to the movies. This is great." <laughs> it's like it's like we're real fucked over here, boy. We're like real fucked. But if it wasn't for the fact that we were so fucked, I never would have gotten a Nintendo Switch. Because, like, I got the Nintendo Switch because I was like, I'm home all day now. I'm home all day. I got, all right, fine. Give me the Switch. It's been out for years. Give it to me. I'll play your Animals Crossing. I'll play your Tetris's 99. I'll get all the Tetraminos. I'll play Mario Rabbids running running ridiculousness i'll play all your games give me the nintendo switch we're literally dying here (laughs) have a global pandemic fine i'll play the nintendo switch oh actually real quick question about the nintendo switch Mm -hmm. do you 
do you squidge hmm? what do you think the best way to play the outer limits is on the switch or on the pc um well the outer worlds it's as far as i know outer world sorry it's it's not out on pc until later sometime this month maybe the end of this month oh. the, the switch version i think it's had like frame rate issues and stuff um, I've, so I should get it for the PlayStation. I've I've been playing it on on my Xbox One, or as I like to call it, X Bone. Um, there is a reason behind that. I'll just quickly go through that. Whenever when I first read about the Xbox One, the when it was tight when when I was sort of read up about it, it said X B One. So I read it as X Bone. So for four months, I thought the new console was called X Bone. That's your pawn game for the Desert Island, right? The X Bone. The X Bone. If it's a sexy bunny lady, but there's got to be a lot more lady in there than bunny. Mm-hmm. I hate this thing where there's too much bunny. I want 90% lady. Okay, but back to my... I, no, I got another question for you boys. Mm. And I swear to God, I don't know this. Which one is the new, new Xbox? The Xbox One X or the Xbox X1 or the... Look, I know in January... I am not saying this to try to riff. I genuinely don't know. Which is the new, new, new one? Which? So it's the Xbox Series X, right? And then there's the Xbox... It's the new, new, new one? Yep. And then there's the Xbox Series S, which is the new one, but like without the trimmings like it has less ram and it doesn't have as good a cpu and then isn't there another one there's no, three there's, right? there's there's two that i know of you've got the xbox series x which is the tall fridge looking thing right mm-hmm. okay big big tall black fridge looking thing the xbox series s is the smaller white one mm-hmm. and that is purely digital i believe no oh, well there you go then um, and but I know that the Xbox Series X, the big one that looks like a fridge, is more powerful, and you can you can in you can um, that's one way you can run games from the disc. But it's so confusing. Xbox, I want okay. So the strongest one is the Xbox Series S. X. 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 Damn it! Yeah, yeah, X. I had it. Okay, so it goes in order from strongest to weakest Xbox Series X, strongest Xbox Series S, weaker but still next gen. Mm -hmm. And then the Xbox Series One is just an Xbox One that's a little stronger. Um, I'm not too sure. I see Jay's Googling this. Jay, fingers of fury. Jay, I'm old. Xbox <laughs> One, Xbox One S1, all new Xbox, Xbox Series S. You know what? I don't know. Um, I do know what I do. <gasps> right? Here's the thing that I do know, at least in the UK, right? When they first went on sale and they sold out within minutes, um, Amazon UK were saying... Loads of people have bought the Xbox One. This is amazing because it, they typed in Xbox and just bought the first thing that came up in the listing. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I'm trying not to be like a statistic. I heard that like a bunch of grannies bought the wrong Xbox. Mm-hmm. Yep. Xbox Series X. X. Xbox yeah. One S. The- S for small, right? Or S for, for small. Yeah, yeah. Because like... um. A bunch of the games are actually being fine-tuned for the X, but 
can like they can play on the S, but just not as good. So like my worry is that a year in, two years in, there's going to be games that only run on the X, and yes. some games that only run on the S. Right. Mm. I'm concerned about that too because I'm trying to future proof my stuff. Like I don't want to. I want the fastest thing because hopefully I don't have to buy another one in fifty years. You know what I'm saying? You guys are on my side. Yeah, that's it. I get you. Okay, thank someone is. Thank God. Th- th- think of it this way: if if you if you're looking for the the like the most powerful next gen Microsoft console, if it looks like a fridge, <laughs> you've got the right one because an Xbox Series X looks like a fridge. But don't buy a fridge what? in confusion. <laughs> What's the one with the speaker? That's the, the Series the big- X, the Series S. That's the smaller S. one. Okay. So S with Series the S has the speaker. Right, okay. S for speaker. Okay. Ah. Now what's Xbox All Access? Um Xbox All Access you've it it revolves around it's like the the gaming pass, right? So you pay so much a month and there's a lot of free games you can play, well a lot of games that you can download and play, right? There's the 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 game pass and then the ultimate game pass and the ultimate game pass is there's a few extra bits. That's all I can I'm I'm still rocking the Xbox Gold Pass until they disable it eventually, mm-hmm. but it's um it's just access to a load of games, so you don't have to buy them, but you've got to download them. Is that the one where if you have the X, right? You got the Xbox Series X, you got the whatever it is stupid name that they're giving it, and you could pull out your phone and play the game on your phone because it's streaming on your console. Yeah, they're, they're doing something one? like that. Yeah, so it's kind of like the Wii. Oh, U, but I right. want to do that. I want to play this stupid thing on my phone. I love that because I do that with Steam. Mm. Where like I'll play like Slay the Spire on on my phone on Steam. Or I was playing XCOM. Speaking of X, just to confuse you more, I was playing <laughs> XCOM Two on the on Steam on my phone on the subway because it's turn based. Mm-hmm. So it's just like yeah, I can figure all this out. Okay, so there's the I have it here: Xbox Series X, then Xbox Series S. Then Xbox One S, mm-hmm. all of which can access Xbox All Access. This is going to be dating as hell in January. I'm so sorry, boys. <laughs> Cut all this out, boys. I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to figure this out. I don't mm-hmm. talk to my friends about video games. You guys, this is the only video game conversation I have. <laughs> all my friends play all these weird Japanese games like like Samantha Hidden Code or like, oh, what is like Melty Blood Actress Again, Current Code. <laughs> They're all playing all these weird Steam <laughs> games and it's just like, can we just play Mario? Can I play, uh, is there a Mario game coming out I could play where Mario jumps on things? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, it, I feel it, your pain. I'm just trying to dude. live, guys. I'm just trying to live. <laughs> well, let me put it this way, Stereos. You're always welcome to chat to us about video games. I, you know. Thank you, Jay and Squidge. <laughs> I have two friends filing. Yeah. They're all playing. What is it called? Like it's called something like Half Veronica. Veronica Two. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm looking it up. <laughs> okay. Japanese puzzle nudity. <laughs> this thing. You're going to get a lot of results. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, a lot of came up actually. A lot came up. <laughs> yep. It's like Japanese puzzle. It's like half. It's called like half something. Oh my God. You know what game I guess I'll never play? I really want to play that 
Half-Life Alex with that headset that came mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Did you guys play it? I haven't got I haven't the room yet. for the headset. Yeah. My my thing is, I don't want to give Steam even more of my money, because they already have <laughs> lots of money already. <laughs> nah, I, I, I haven't got the room for it, so I haven't been able to play it. Um, I want it, though. Mm-hmm. Have- yeah, I want to play it, too, because I care about that story. That The Half-Life story, I think, is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Um, but I didn't want to play some sort of horror game where you're wearing a helmet and everything scares you, and it's like I'm gonna break that helmet. I'm gonna like I'm gonna run into a wall. And I'm gonna get a concussion because like a head crab scares me in this stoop with this stupid helmet. Wait, what were you gonna say, Jay? Sorry. I was just gonna say that's the exact same thing I'm worried about. Right? I get the first that it's gonna jump at me. I'm gonna go ah! and throw it across the room, and I have to buy a new one because I broke it within 30 seconds of playing. Right? Yes, of course. Of course, yes! Okay, good! Alright, good. I'm not alone in this. I know for a fact that I'd play a game like that. It'd be some sort of shooty game. I'd drop a grenade at my feet and I'd try and dive out the way and brain myself on a wall. That's it. Yes! Yes! Of course, yes! Of course you would! Of course, yes! We're too old for this! We're too old for this stupid game! I just want to play Animal Crossing. You can make a nice little island. Yeah, you owe money to a raccoon, but who doesn't these days? <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, I got to get off the phone. I got to go see my mommy and daddy. Ooh, okay. But um, but listeners, if you've enjoyed me, you can listen to me on the loudest podcast Every single week, you can find the loudest, po- the loudest podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube. Everywhere there's a podcast, you can find the loudest podcast. Thank you for having me on, boys. Hey, thanks Thank for you. being on Asterios. It's been a real pleasure. And I've been a fan for a long time. So this is like, this is awesome to me. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm meeting Asterios, kind of, over, over the interwebs. <laughs> it's a, I appreciate that you appreciate. All right, I'll talk to you boys later. All right. See you later, Asterios. That's it, right? You just walk around eating food off of the floor. Who does that? I'll it's tell you who does this. It's piping hot, Jay. It's piping <laughs> hot food. You see the steam line. <laughs> Intro music is Among the Stars by Muse Station Productions. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GH. Spoiler break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by Phonics. Palette cleanser music is Breathe Deep, Breathe Clear by Siobhan Dagay. See the show notes for more details. The Waffling Tailors podcast is a proud member of the J&J Media Network. To find out more about J&J Media, head over to jayandjay.media or check the show notes for a link.